everybody, everybody, hello, and welcome to We Synced It. I Synced It. Yes, it's a weekly podcast that focuses on all the movies, TV, and entertainment in between. I'm one of your hosts, Pat. And this is Kev. This is Josh. And how is everybody doing today? Yes, yes. So how is everybody doing today, man? Hmm? <sighs> Recovering from yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> We yeah, know. tell me about it. <laughs> We've been on a fucking tear of the streets. I mean, if you guys are thinking that the 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 bad weather was caused because of uh, global warming, now it's because we out here. <laughs> we are out here in the streets, and we are causing a fucking ruckus. You know what I mean? We're like uh, <laughs> we're like '90s hip hop out here. You know what I mean? Uh, DMX, uh, no. Busta Public Rhymes, enemy. DMX. Uh, Far Side, uh, Daylight Soul. Uh, who, who else am I missing? T- uh, PM Don. That's not hip hop. It's more R and B. But yeah, I like it. Huh. I'm a fan of. Uh, what about uh, Millie Vanilli? That's '80s, but uh, <laughs> it's definitely not hip hop. It's definitely not hip. They weren't hip hop. Pop, yeah. Vanilla Ice. All right. So today. <laughs> <laughs> Oh come on! No, come on. He was he was in there. Was he? Would you consider him as hip hop? For sure, man. He was on Ninja Turtles, man. That's what makes it hip hop. What the fuck? Because <laughs> of Ninja Turtles. Go Ninja, go Ninja, go, man. Come on. <laughs> All right. So yeah, we, we're not sponsors, so we can't put that cup up there. So it's been a while since we've been on. Yeah. Uh, we missed the past couple weekends, but we were busy all throughout that time and. Um, for one of the weekends in which we were supposed to record, we did go to Supercon instead, and we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But one topic that we've been wanting to talk about for a while um, was the discovery of this movie that came out in <laughs> 2003 that we had no idea about. Uh, a friend of ours actually messaged us and told us about this movie, and... We decided. I, I didn't even know Josh had already seen it. Yeah, unfortunately. Josh is our uh, a correspondent when it comes to rom coms and mm. movies that are basically of the heart, Patrick. Yeah, of the, of heart, the heart and movies that are that people usually like throw away to the uh, to the far side, which is also a group from the nineties. Um, what, what, what movie? No, I'm thinking about Valorant. Valerian. Valerian. That yes. movie. He loves this movie. Love that movie. But that's not the movie that we're There's talking about. There's a good movie in that movie somewhere. What? Somewhere. But we're no, this movie is a comedy drama from 2003. This is Tiptoes, directed by Matthew Bright, starring Gary Ullman, Kate Beckinsale, Patricia Arquette, and Matthew McConaughey. Phenomenal cast, right? Like, you hear that and you're like, whoa, this should be like record groundbreaking acting. And writing, future and performances. Oscar this this cast does have a lot of yes. future Oscar winners and big in hitters, itself. man. Like maybe not at the time, but these people, all of them, I think, really developed into some phenomenal um, uh, powerhouses of, of the industry, right? And it it stars also Peter Dinklage. Before this was pre Game of Thrones. This was pre him blowing up to what he is now. But in a nutshell, this movie is about. Uh, a person who is of average size. His whole family, though, happens to be little people. He falls in love with this woman. They uh, have a baby, or she's pregnant. She gets pregnant, and he's mm-hmm. concerned. All of a sudden, 
oh, what if the baby grows up to be a little person? Yeah. And now there's some controversy. There's like a rift in their in their marriage and their personal life. Meanwhile, uh, his uh, Matthew McConaughey's brother, who is played by Gary Oldman, who plays a little person, believably, believably is also upset at him because he tends to separate himself from the family and I guess he's like ashamed or acts like he's ashamed that, you know, that they're all little people. The fact that there's this movie can be categorized as a romantic yeah. anything a rom- to me a romantic, is so bizarre. Yeah, it is a little bizarre. I, the, I agree with that. The Amazon description was a romantic drama comedy. And to me, this movie didn't have any of those things in it. I think it had all of that because it, it kind of left me like, where to put this? Where do I put this in my brain? Like, I even forgot I saw the movie until you guys brought it up. And I was like, oh, my God, I think I saw that movie on one afternoon, you know, uh, had, had had some free time and spent a few hours in a movie theater. You saw it at the No, I'm joking. <laughs> I saw it at home, though. And, uh, no, it was like... I. I didn't want to remember it. And when you guys started telling me about it, I'm like, no, I definitely, it was like about a little guy. Dude, I didn't even know it was Gary Oldman. I had no idea it was Gary he's, Oldman. He's such an amazing actor. Cause sometimes I, I do find myself looking back at movies and I'm like, oh, he was in this? Like um, Fifth Element. Like he played the villain right. in the Fifth Element. And like you know, crazy. It's, it's like not a lot of people knew that he was the villain in Fifth Element. But, but would you put this performance up there in that that realm of great performances like he did dracula he did fifth element he was uh in sid and nancy he was uh would i put that before no hell no no actually he was believe he was a believable piece of shit wasn't he like gary oman wasn't a piece of shit he was a bit of a piece of shit i think he was the only person who wasn't a piece of shit in this movie nah he was a piece of shit at the end of the movie you're oh, telling like me a brother would uh, a spoiler, brother would do that? Yeah, he spo- he stole his uh, the whole time. Actually, the whole time you can see he's kind of <coughs> he's kind of creeping he up was, on her the whole the whole fucking movie. You like didn't notice that? To a gazelle. <laughs> I, there was something off. I was like, why the fuck is this guy? If, if this guy is his brother, I don't even know if he's his brother because they look nothing alike, right? Not only on the height, but <laughs> just their features, totally different. I think if Dinklage would have been picked, yes. Thank I you. think that would have been probably more, like I could see a little more like facial similarities, possibly. And I, and I get it, Peter Dinklage wasn't that famous back then, but he does play right. Gary Oldman's friend, and yo, he stole every scene that they were in. Right, yeah. man. He's supposed to be French. I didn't know what kind of accent he was doing. I don't either, because there was that one scene when he was telling off somebody in the kitchen. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, he's coming in and out of his accent yeah like in like, that scene i was like what is he supposed to be like is he supposed to be like oh maybe i'm like oh maybe he's like i thought it was back. a joke i thought it was a joke like he's just like putting up on, yeah. you're not american <laughs> like he, <laughs> I thought it was umberger a like, humber umberger umberger yeah, i thought he was umberger. like from like canada like um, maybe yeah, he's a canadian french guy yeah. but i've heard canadian french and it's like you can't tell the difference sometimes like it's like it's it's, it's like pure, pure it's fucking there, French. Yeah, there's French kind of shit. So when I heard that, I was like, yo, that accent doesn't, it doesn't come off as French. It, it comes off as like. Impersonation. Yeah, impersonation. But but the fact that they didn't pick him to play Matthew McConaughey's brother to me is so insane. Instead, they decided to go with Gary Oldman and think, oh, 
this guy's arms is like three feet long. Like his yeah. arm <laughs> is the size of his torso. He, he looks like E.T. walking around, dude. E.T., bro. <laughs> like, a human E.T. just walking and, around. Dude. And you know what's crazy? Because Pat and I both noticed like the wide shots, they had to like digitally put his shoes and his feet in the yeah. shot and it's so bad it Bro. is the worst cgi the fact that that's not on like top 10 list of like worst cgi in movies to Dude, me is when he was nobody saw that it. fucking hallway scene when he's just standing there like knocking on the door and you see his jeans and his jeans the way that they uh cgi'd it is that they just got <laughs> this is bad they just got like uh the the plate of like jean looking uh colors and then he just put it on there so whenever he moved it, it like it moved with same him. pattern it's like it just shaped it just shifted <laughs> over it's like the plate was the actual background and they just put like uh the <laughs> they just put it in the back so it looked it moved like this and i was like oh my god this is bad this is bad <laughs> i never noticed that when i first saw it but it was good though <laughs> it was like it was good to watch and you know what i was happy that i saw uh bridge of the midget in uh talk not, about branching out yeah huh? i believed her character diversifying her portfolio yeah. you, you know? know she was uh <laughs> even though she played a um a person who got around you know it's it believable. believable that's exactly what it was like <laughs> and i believe it <laughs> it was definitely believable. i believe it <laughs> she's beautiful yeah but did, <clears throat> this movie is supposed to have rom romance in it did you feel any Romance. No, that was the one thing I definitely felt was. Uh, I felt the opposite. Very much lacking. There wasn't. It didn't give me rem any kind of like warm, fuzzy feelings. It was like a family that was slowly just deteriorating in front of you. Yeah. You know, like, uh, and then a, like a budding family that never really even began, because like we all talked about at the end of the movie, his brother ends up kissing the woman that he impregnated. His brother impregnated. Like, it ain't no thing. And you said that he, Matthew McConaughey, moved, wanted to be in the city. Yeah, he, he, um, he, he so didn't wait, ask her. Was there, he like, a really separate area her. where little people hung out? No, that's not what it was. So, like, Gary Oldman has a house. He doesn't like the city because, uh, his, uh, ex, um, Bridget was in the city. And, you know, they, they have this on and on off again kind of relationship that they uh, they constantly have so this time was supposed to be the last time so and his, his whole thing was like i'm gonna I, I have a house that's in the like in the woods away from everybody and i'm just a writer so all i have to do is just write my stuff so i can live up here and be perfectly fine and he was living up there with um him um uh peter dinklage and peter dinklage uh Girl of the Week. What's her name? What, what's I forgot her name. With the actor, I think her name was Lucy in the movie. Um, but they were living up there, and I think they left finally. She certainly was a little bit Lucy, was, wasn't she, Kevin? <laughs> I'm not a fan of that actress. I told you guys this off camera, but I'm not. I'm every t every everything that I've ever seen her in, I'm always like, ugh. And that, I'm not just. But uh, but that I mean, her performance and that to me was like so small no no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm saying I'm, I'm saying compared to the performance of everybody else in that movie like 
you know what's crazy? They they casted Gary Oldman, and he's 11 years older than Matthew McConaughey, but he's supposed to play the younger brother. They had to put makeup on him so that he looked younger than Matthew McConaughey, and they put makeup on him to enlarge it. Like, they could have just to, said to that make this he is a raging they alcoholic. They gave him like, the big forehead that little people have. They could have just have. said that he was a raging alcoholic. Okay, They could have just said he was a raging alcoholic, and that's why he looks older. His liver is failing. Or they could have hired Peter Dinklage and everything would have made perfect. <laughs> they could have hired Peter sense. Dinklage. But do you th- now, because we're all talking about it, and we can just speculate, because this is all speculation, mm-hmm. right? What do you think, like, do you think, like, um, originally they were going to have Peter Dinklage play the brother? And no. then Gary Oldman's agent was like, no, 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 we're not going to have anybody step in front of my guy, Gary Oldman, uh, not happening. He's gonna. We're gonna flip these two parts. Dude, to be Gary honest, Gary Oldman had no business being in that goddamn movie. 100%. He did, right? He had he no didn't. business being. He in didn't that fit. Movie. He was. His performance was too good. No, it's not that it was too good. He it's had too no, good, bro. He had no reason being in that movie. What are you doing in here? This, mind you, this is the same guy who, uh, on previous interview, they, uh, I, I guess they pitched him the idea to do Edward Scissorhand, and he thought that the movie was, in my words, he thought the movie was stupid said a guy who has scissors on his hands stupid preposterous maybe that's way he, he sounds like he says that kind of word on a daily basis he said preposterous to that but he said yes to tiptoes fuck out of here bro you know Get he probably here, knows dude. some little people man but he did say he regretted it yeah he should he, he went to the theaters you, you and saw edward scissorheads and he was like oh shit oh i get it now i get it now i get it now he's a <laughs> he's a hedge trimmer i get it oh man he makes beautiful sculptures in the ice. Dude, to be honest, maybe maybe it's just me just knowing, and like in hindsight, maybe that's what's attacking me right now. But if somebody was to give me the script saying, like, oh, we want you to be Edward Scissorhands, I'm like, oh, what kind of movie is it? He said, oh, it's a guy who has scissors. He's a machine. Hmm. He's supposed to be cutting up like uh, uh, stuff, and then the creator turns him into a person who can cut up like uh bushes and stuff like that it's supposed to be like a take on uh frankenstein and you know you're gonna be like frankenstein's monster oh who's it done by uh no you know just this guy who did uh batman and uh beetlejuice you know just uh oh fuck i forgot his name tim burton tim burton oh tim burton (laughs) tim burton you know no nobody big you know just just him like oh shit that dude does some crazy shit yeah but nah, this guy is like, oh, I'm, my word, I, will, I, I never. Me, Gary Oldman? <laughs> never. <laughs> Gary Oldman from Tiptoes? No way. That's how I think that he took that. So a lot of critics have considered this movie to be one of the worst films ever made. Would you would you categorize it as that? Nah, I've seen I've seen worse. Not the worst movie ever made. No, like part of the worst movies yeah. ever made. Yeah. Not the worst movie, part of the worst movies ever made. Yeah. So Kate Beckinsale I, I, is I the wife be. of Matthew McConaughey that's pregnant. Yeah, Kate Beckinsale yeah. is in the movie, yeah. Patricia Arquette is the woman that you said, the Peter, character you didn't Peter care Peter Dinklage's for, girlfriend. That he was yeah. just getting in, but right? What's her name? Lucy, right? Her name was like Lucy. Lucy, yes yeah, it was. Lucy. And Peter Dinklage's name, uh, Maurice. Stephen, uh, Matthew McConaughey was Stephen, and uh, Gary Oldman was Rolf. Dude, they had a, a star-studded cast in there. That's and phenomenal, man. 
it just didn't go anywhere. And you know, that's the first movie that I ever seen that it didn't start off with uh, directed by, like at the on, on, in the credits. No, because they they removed they they removed, they, they, yeah. they took away his director's credit. So the so there is a director's cut. What we watched is not supposed to be the real movie. Like oh, it's true. not the real ending. Wow. They went and recut the film, changed the ending without the director knowing. And from what I read, when they performed, when they uh, premiered the movie at this film festival, he saw the ending and he lashed out and like went on stage to like release all his anger. They had to like physically remove him from the stage. So like what we watched is not his cut. That's why they removed the directed by. Mm. Can we get a? Because he could sue them if it says like yeah, directed let's get by. A, let's get a real director's cut. I would, I would like cut. to see that director's cut. Should we, we start? To? Should we start a petition? Yeah, I mean, if sure. they brought back Zach, the Snyder cut, the we Snyder could. Cut. We want the real Tiptoes cut. Could you imagine? Yeah. That would be great. I want the real, yeah, Tiptoes cut. And Let's then judge it. it for just what it is, man. It's still gonna be bad movie. Yeah, man. I don't think I really so. Do feel like I don't think so. I think that maybe the director's cut has a lot of redeeming in the end, because like we all said, they're all just kind of flatlined. There was no, there was no buildup of anything. It was like a buildup of like a shit show. And then the the downfall of the shit show was, it's over. <laughs> the, right, the shit show built up. Mom and dad ain't together no more, right? And then yeah. mom is going with uncle. It's crazy, dude. I don't think I don't think the kid has to know. The kid doesn't have to know. The, the was it definitely confirmed that the kid was going to be a well, small person? Well, uh, they had it. Uh, Kate Beckinsale and Matthew McConaughey had an argument because the baby was crying when they were living inside uh, uh, Matthew McConaughey's, I want to say, warehouse. <laughs> I think that's what they were living at because at the time, living in a warehouse in the 2000s was the dopest shit to do. And I have to yeah, admit. Yeah, they didn't call them warehouses. They called them lofts, Pat. I have to admit. Or studios. That place or was studios. fucking dope. It was fucking dope. Yo, it was a garage, man. The movie starts off. She's over here painting. He says he has to go to work. And I think uh, somebody uh, somebody on TikTok said that, you know, she starts off the trailer with trying to give this guy a blowjob before he gets to work. And I'm like, oh, well, this is some this is some good stuff. The, the vibes in the movie is like, OK, you know, hey, let's have a good time. And then, you know, he ends up being it's short people end up coming in somewhere around here. And uh, and, and uh, Matthew McConaughey, ensues. he snuck up them being short people he never he, he never brought know. it up he didn't know he didn't kate beckinsale didn't know no he that. never brought it up but until she until she said she was pregnant damn yeah. dude that's crazy and then, uh, she she called to, she called the short people something she said oh i didn't know that you were married to a derogatory term about uh short people and he said hey they're called and you know he defended them he said hey they're called short people or little people, little people, or something like that. Not midgets. Yeah. But what's crazy is that he's defending them, but he's also offended at the fact that the baby might be a little person. So it doesn't make any sense. Nothing about this movie makes sense. Agreed. They're all pieces of shit. Agreed. Yeah. I didn't feel bad for any of them. And not in in, in any point in the movie did nobody say the word tiptoe, which kind of <laughs> upset me because I'm like, is anybody gonna say fucking? No, I get it though. They're all tiptoeing around the subject. Is that what it subject, is? Yes. They're all tiptoeing around the subject. Yeah, that's way better than what I, was, I think mine was going to be uh, disrespectful. So, so like, yeah. that, you just saved the script. Like, that, if that's tip-toeing what it was. around the subject. Yeah. Wow. 
Damn, you guys being sarcastic right no, now? No, I'm serious. These two sons of bitches are being <laughs> That is actually more brilliant than what we fucking saw. Dude, I thought when it, when it was tiptoeing, I thought it was because subject. I, thought, I thought they were trying to make fun of like like short people. I thought they were trying to do that yeah. shit. I'm like, There's an elephant in the room that and they're so trying funny. to tiptoe around the elephant yeah. in the yeah. room. And yeah, so what you call it? Crazy. Uh, when him and his, uh, his wife at the time they end up having the baby. The baby is crying, and uh, Matthew McConaughey says, you know what she's crying for? It's because her body is hurting. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey has that southern country draw to it that when he speaks, it, it, it's fucking funny. I'm but surprised he hasn't played like a, like, I don't know, some type of southern gentleman in one of these but movies. But the writing was so bad because there <laughs> were does. scenes that didn't make any sense. Uh, the little people are gonna have this big ass party of just like little people invited. But it's a, it's, Matt, a, it's because it's a membership kind of thing, right? So Matthew <laughs> McConaughey invites this hot ass firefighter and her friends to come to the party. Yo, the way that scene played out, it's like, oh, he's gonna have an affair with her. That was weird, right? And it didn't happen. He brought them, and then they spread out, and you never see them again. You never hear from them. And I was like, what was the Why purpose of that whole scene? That? Like, why invite them and you're not going to, like, do anything else to this? That's probably in a, du- in it, a director's I cut. I bet you. There's, there's really bad writing. Or, yeah, maybe it was just the way it was edited. That would justify the kiss at the end yeah. from the brother. That would justify that. Because Matthew McConaughey had an affair and left. would justify why they're not living together. Exactly. She has nowhere to go. The brother's like, look, come live with me. They end up having this weird attraction because the brother's been feeling it the whole time in the movie. He's always, like, pulling her away from whatever chaos is un- unfolding. He's right? trying to take care of her. He's like, God, you got a banging body, Kate Beckinsale. Mm. Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman lips. It's kissing a, that beautiful that beautiful woman's lips. Cannot believe Kate Beckinsale said, yeah, I'll kiss Gary Oldman. <laughs> There's no problem with that. Commissioner Gordon. <laughs> fucking Kate Beckinsale. Fucking uh, vampire uh, priestess queen, right? <laughs> Kissing fucking Commissioner Gordon, well, I mean, you know. Technically, she kissing, kissing, dude. She kissed Dracula. Hey, she was a vampire she hunter. Was a vampire. Oh, this must have been a king yeah. for them, man. Yeah, there had to be multiple this reasons. Was, this was pre uh, Underworld, sure. but post Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah, gave her the kiss of being a, of being a vampire. Now, she, <laughs> then she was a vampire from Underworld. Yep, wearing all that. That's where she really sparked an interest in in my life. For me, it was uh, High Fidelity, but yes. Or not High Fidelity. What was the other one? Another rom-com. What's, what's the... Oh, um, you're talking about Fer- Serendipitous. Serendipity, yes. Serendipity. The hell is that? Serendipity. <laughs> Serendipity. I was thinking of Fahrenheit 9-11. Fer- Ferendipitous. <laughs> Ferendipitous. <laughs> it's, a, uh, it's, a, it's a Greek god. Ferendipitous. <laughs> 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 Greek god of uh, of, of tiptoeing, of, of tiptoeing, yeah, <laughs> tiptoeing around Ferendipitous. the subject. And the director Matthew Bright never uh, he never, never recovered. He never recovered. He he never went back to filmmaking. That was his last film. He said fuck this, and he left the industry. Oh, he just he left it on his own accord, or was it like yeah, we, you're never gonna work in black box? Oh, I I, mm, I don't, that I don't know, but I think he oh. was just so upset. <laughs> <laughs> At the fact that they edited his movie without his permission, and he just said, "Yo, fuck this! I'm done with all this shit." I leave. Damn, it. I I gotta go ahead and fucking tip my hat to him, man. 
for just leaving? Leaving and saying, fuck this after one movie? <laughs> Come on, uh, what's, what's that one dude that did all those horrible movies? Ed Wood? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no, you gotta, but he <laughs> thought that he was doing a great job. And on top of that, nobody edited his movie. Like, nobody went and purposely, like, let's edit his movie to make it a better movie. God, could you imagine the balls on the person doing that? It's the execs. They can do whatever the fuck they to want. To an already made movie, you hire another editor to come in and fix this shit show. Because the first edit wasn't good enough. Well, no. Now they, do, they don't even do that. They don't even allow it to, to get to that stage. What they do now is just they just fire the director, bring in someone else, and start over. Remember, that's yeah. what happened in Solo. That's what happened in... Uh, Ant-Man. What's the movie with Will Smith? Uh, Legend Z or something. I am legend. I am legend. Yeah, they did that in I am legend. They did that in yeah, they do that in a lot of movies. They just rather Damn. than like they just replace the director then they they let the the public know that it's uh creative differences. You know, it's uh just the directors that are like true uh true artists. When you're a true artist, you're like fuck you. Well, not I'm doing not it even, my way. I'm not even a true artist cuz you um, fucking fuck with my shit. Um what was like Netflix is having that kind of problem. I know that you know that we're going through the the whole strike thing, but this is beside that. This is uh, Netflix has been having that problem because they will get these showrunners that you would think that they are true to the source material, but then you find out that nah, man, they just want to get their names out there. Like uh, what's the uh, Jenna Ortega? She had to like talk to the writers and say that well, Wednesday, you know, my character Wednesday would not talk like this she did this in the first season like you know she wouldn't do this kind of stuff she wouldn't care about this other kind of stuff just because you know she she knows what adam family is about mm -hmm. and you know she got some pushback with some of the writers about that and um henry cavill had to do that also with um witcher, uh, the witcher because his and he left the show like he's not coming back and it's all because of he left the show. Yeah, he left the show. This fucking guy. Let me tell you now. You know, I got I got a bone to pick with Henry. What's his name? Cavill. 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 Henry Cavalry. Uh, yeah, man. I got a problem with him, man. He he ruined uh, the Schneider cut. Okay. He did. Because of his mustache bullshit with the previous thing. Now he's ruining Witcher, which is a that good fucking series. Though. Not a fuck this guy, man. He he's blaming and he, him. He was about to ruin Mon the Count of Monte Cristo. If they would have given any more lines. Oh, my God, because he played the son. Fucking douche. <laughs> Wait, but the mustache wasn't his fault. Yeah, I know. It was the Mission Impossible. Yeah. It wasn't the Mission Impossible fault. Yeah. It was, it was, uh, it was all because of uh, they wanted to do reshoots. Yeah, he, he had already started Mission yeah, Impossible. He started Joss Whedon said, so, I need you to come back and so reshoot these. So as adults, we all uh, don't take uh, accountability for our uh, actions? Dude, he thought he was done with the job. The gig is done. Can you imagine being done with a job and then they ask you to come back so you can do some stuff, but you're already on the next one? You're already on the next one, Bro, man. Bro, but you didn't finish the first one correctly. He, but he, you know that, the director. <laughs> he did finish it correctly, but they wanted him to do some more shoots. You got to do more fucking work, Henry Cavill. Cav Cavill. And then those reshoots, and then those reshoots tended uh, ended up being worse than the original yeah. source material. Dude, to be honest, and do you remember the fucking stupid thing yo, with the lip? Yeah. Do you remember seeing it in the theater? Yeah. And going, what the fuck is this shit? Yeah. He ruined that whole movie. That was the Henry director. Did. That no, was fuck the, that. That was the director's <laughs> choice. Well, 
Henry Cavill in uh, the Witcher movie and in Witcher uh, Netflix TV series, he's a fan of the Witcher, like the books, the video mm-hmm. games and stuff. So he was like basically the one person who was trying to keep the source material to the actual show. Continuity, yeah. right. And the showrunner just wanted to do some like... Monster smash him up bullshit. To like some CW stuff mm-hmm. to the Witcher uh, content. And he was like, no, nah, you can't do that because this is not Wait, what The Witcher is about. By CW, you mean the, uh, what's that show called where all the girls are having uh, sex with the teachers and shit? Riverside? Riverdale? Riverdale? I was is that the more, shit that you're talking about? I was thinking about? more like The Flash or something like that. But you know what? It comes down to like all these little, these fucks are trying to make everything like a little um, risque? risque and perverted, man. But I don't know if this is true or not. I read online that he left the series in hopes to reinvigorate his Superman character because he was supposed to, he showed up in the end of Black Adam Mm -hmm. and The Rock pretty much promised him like, oh, I'm gonna make a movie of Superman versus uh, Black Adam. It's gonna be the biggest blockbuster and that's why he left the show because he was like, all right, then I'm gonna have to open up my schedule so we can shoot these movies. And then what happened was that The Rock destroyed the series and now they're not gonna do any of those. The fucking Rock. Look, look, two fucking actors (laughs) can't get in a fucking movie. Two people that just shut shit down. Superman, go take a step back and play another character or some bullshit, man. He is a destroyer of worlds. He definitely is, man. Because he destroyed the the DC, and there was another series that... Oh, no, nah, Fast, Fast and Fast Furious, Furious bro. is still alive, but he did put some, he, he shook it up a little bit. Yeah, he was trying to destroy it, man. He, Fuck that dude, He had the tendency of, of, he's the, he, he, he has the tendency of like, he oh, was a heel, he was a heel in the fucking wrestling federation, no, right? He's a heel in and Hollywood. now he's a heel in the fucking life, man. It's like, he wants it, the spotlight. The he wanted, he wanted the spotlight in Fast and Furious and Vin Diesel was like, no, 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 this is, this is my show. This is yeah. your show. Can you can you blame him? Can you blame him? We're a family. We do. Can you blame him? What? Because you wake up at four o'clock in the morning and work out every fucking day of your life and take a bunch of roids? Tell me. uh, I don't think he's waking up four o'clock every day. I think those videos are pre-recorded, and I think he takes like at least like maybe he works out like three days, four days a week. But that's just me. It's just me thinking. <laughs> Meanwhile, this dude's like ridiculously jacked. I don't give a fuck. Cut like a fucking you tell razor me that he's blade. He's not juicing. That guy is juiced up. He's bro. definitely juicing. That dude is juiced up. He is he's what like sixty something. He is he he <laughs> ripped is. like a fucking Zeus. He, he's ripped like Zeus, dude. How the fuck? You know he's why didn't they machine, get bro. He's why so why did they up, get uh, gladiator? That, you touch buttons and you just <laughs> get fucking juices from that dude. He's an apparatus. <laughs> why they have gladiator to play Zeus when they could have had uh, the Rock play Zeus? No, I, I I think it was a good idea they did uh, that dude because uh, they, Russell Crowe. They wanted to show Zeus as like this old fat man, like he's not. He's not doing what Thor's doing. Like he's just right. like, ah, we don't, we don't really gotta go the extra the mile. It's, right. it's bureaucrat. <laughs> it's a bureaucratic shit. Yeah. Like Zeus and all the other gods are like, they're thinking that everything is all sweet. You're talking about in a uh, god in of, uh, god of god thunder, of love, right? God, god of love. Yeah. Is it thunder love and thunder? Love and thunder. Love and thunder. That's what it, I mean. Thunder love. Another rom com. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what the him and the axe, right? Oh, I'm gonna say him and the I'm Jane joking, Foster. of course it's Jane Foster, yes. She Hulk. She Thor. She Thor. Thor she. It had it had uh, elements of rom comish in it, but I don't know. I would yeah, say it it's a rom com. It's about them getting back together and her dying. Yeah. And then him taking care of somebody else's kid. That's hilarious. 
That's a funny rom com. <laughs> She dies from, she dies I'm from cancer. Step, uh, I'm your There's guardian. There's where the one person dies. Remember that movie that had uh, Nicolas Cage in it? When you he was a ghost? you got mail. When, when he was a, not a ghost. He was a, he was an angel. That wasn't a com. That wasn't a <laughs> Jack com. Black. Really? What movie was that? That wasn't a rom com. No, it was what Jack the, Black. The hell though, right? you call that? That no, wasn't Jack Black. It was a. Uh, they made a song about Escape from Philadelphia. No, that's not the. That's Philadelphia the movie. <laughs> you talking about the one where him and the girl pass each other in the beginning, and then he gets hit by a car, like a bunch of cars afterwards, right? Nah, dude. And then it's... death takes his body. Meet Joe Black. Is that like Wake the Dead or something like that? No, that is. No, that's with Nicolas Cage. What the? Yeah, that's what he's saying. That's Brad Pitt. I'm talking about the Nicolas Cage movie. No, Nicolas Cage. Oh, I was... damn! You said Brad Pitt like two seconds. No, ago. No, he I... didn't. I said uh, I Brad. I, I Brad said Nicolas Cage, and then when you the movie that you're talking about, that's Brad Pitt. Uh, that's where he was the. Now he wasn't an angel. He was death himself. <laughs> meet Joe Black. Yeah, meet Joe Black. That's. that's <laughs> what the, the fuck was, is happening right now? I don't know. That uh, movie that you're talking about. That's the movie that he was. Uh, he was speaking. Uh, patois. Patois. <laughs> oh, and yes. uh, bro. <laughs> I don't know why, but I find myself. It's like somebody always. Yeah, bro, sees me everything that video. gonna be iry, dude. <laughs> dude, for some reason, some reason, once a year, so somebody brings that video to me. Like somebody DMs me that video, being like, "Did you see this?" And I'm like, "Yeah." I say, "Yo, this is uh, this is cinema, man. This this is cinema right here, bro." Let me see if I can pull up that. So, audio. did you get the feeling when he said that sentence that death was female? No. Because for some reason, when I hear him say that, it sounds like a woman. Everything I read. <laughs> Everything I read. Maybe, maybe Everything I read. Maybe because you hear. Uh, you hear the other lady <laughs> that he's talking so to. Fucking funny. The lady that he's talking to. Oh, shit, oh, here man. we go. Let me see if I can play this Yeah, because she knew what the fuck he was, man. She knew he was death. Because apparently island people could see death walking around in human form. You ever seen death walking around, I have to admit, other than the, ever, other than the actual, like, him speaking, speaking Doctor, Patois, um, the conversation that they're having is amazing. Her yeah. saying that, he said, no, you're going to be all right. He's reassuring her, yeah. Yeah, you're going to be all right for, like, a couple of... Uh, a couple of months, and she said, "Nah, I'm hurting real bad, and I really want to go." No, Mama. We'll be a man. I'm going to die. Mama, stop it! It's just a man. What, Sugi? Bad spirit. She just thought fever. She don't mean nothing. Please help us. Of course. No, be a sister. No devil. No dopey. Everything going to be iry. Dog. <laughs> I feel like he was rushing through that sentence. He was rushing through that sentence, didn't he? I want to know what kind of practice he had to put in. None, it. none. Because you know that, um, uh, what's that dude's name? Um, Robert Downey Jr., in order to do a, uh, an accent, 
he just has to mimic you kind of thing. He's so, a bird, yeah. Yeah, so in order for him to do that. <laughs> yeah. He's a fucking cockatoo, Dude, that's what yeah. he said in the interview. He said that that's all he had to do. Like, uh, in order for him to do, like, uh, the accent in uh, motherfucking Sherlock Tarzan. Holmes. Fucking Tarzan, bro. Dude's Tarzan, dude. He can mimic whatever the hell he is. It. That's all there he was Amazing. A, there was a skit in SNL. Um, <laughs> uh, ben Affleck was the host on that episode. Ben Affleck had just finished uh, making Fargo. Mm-hmm. Not Fargo, Argo. Mm-hmm. And Argo is about the people that were in, was it, were they trapped in Iraq? Syria. Syria. They were trapped in Syria. They were trying to escape. And they had to actually learn Arabic and all of that. And so in this skit, it's the opposite, where it's a uh, Syrian guy living in Boston and he's trying to blend in. And it's Fred Armisen playing the director, or playing the main character, and he goes, and like he tries to do the Boston accent, but in order for him to do it, he has to say this one line, and then he could do it. So it's like before they yell action, he's like, okay, pack the con, have it, yeah, all right, we're ready. And he has to say, and he does, yo, he says that same line throughout the whole skate. Like, pack the con, have it, yeah. All right, let's do it. Go, let's do another take, and then he could he could get the accent rolling out of his tongue. Like, but he has to say that line in order to do it. Pack the con, have it, yeah. But then he goes back to his like Middle Eastern like Arabic accent. So he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't keep the accent. He just goes back to his Arabic. Yeah, he, he does the one line, and then he goes back to his Arabic accent. Then when they're gonna do another take, he has to say "pack the can, have so it." Yeah. All right, be like a, a, a key to <laughs> like, just open the door. Yeah. <laughs> you can just say whatever the fuck you want to say on the other side. I'll oh send you guys God. that skit. It's fucking hilarious, dude. He just he and he repeats it like fifty times throughout the skit. He's so fucking funny. Yeah, yeah, you know it's fucking hilarious. He's he's a funny ass comedian, okay? And he's been in a bunch of movies, but like the characters he plays are like come in and they're gone. Tiny roles, it's, yeah. It's it's fucking phenomenal. But if you watch some of these older movies like from the early 2000s, he's scattered in yeah. through a bunch of different movies. You're like, what the fuck? Dude, in Anchorman, he was like the nightclub owner. He was telling <laughs> Ron yeah. Burger D like, "Oh, come play the jazz flute." Yeah. It's like, no, no, no. Then he just pulls it out of his sleeve. Okay, fine. <laughs> 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 yeah. He was uh, in Euro Trip. He played the the guy who was in the train. Scoozy, uh, yeah, Scoozy, dude. Yeah, who was uh, sexually uh, assaulting all these people. Scoozy, Scoozy. <laughs> Every time they go through a tunnel, he takes off another piece of clothing. You know what's funny? It's like <laughs> the world collectively just started to blame like French people for just being sexual assaulters. It's like the world just said, Oh, we need a character that's a sexual assaulter. Who's they gonna but they need to be a funny sexual assaulter. Uh okay, ooh, they need to be French. Like off rip. It's like the Yo, world just decided uh, you know, to just Pepe Le Pew, man. The fucking He's skunk. the first one that comes up in into my mind. But you know what's funny? They have the French wrapped up in that little skunk. One hundred percent. Smooth as fuck, right? Pepe Le Pew is smooth, man. He could get with any cat he wanted. No, but he no, he but that was the point. He, he thought he could, but she was just like, no, I don't want any no, of this. No, man, she you was stink. in love with him. You she was in love stink. with him. No, she was in love with him, but because he was a skunk, she didn't want anything to do with him. Until he started. Remember, he changed his uh, his fucking coat. That's not and what happened. Like, You're confusing bitch. it. He's like, he thought she up? was a skunk because the the white paint fell on her. Yes. So he didn't know that she was that she was a cat. He Gosh, thought she was a skunk. You're right. Bro, I thought it was a boy cat. I'm confusing them that with was a uh, female Sylvester. Cat? Yeah, that was a female cat. So Sylvester hmm. and that cat should have hooked up. Yes. And it never but happened. They never seen each other. They never seen each other. Right, because she's stuck in France. 
and he's in Brooklyn. <laughs> is he in Brooklyn? He's definitely in New York for sure. That cat is not a. He's not a. I thought it was in. I thought a it was southern in San cat. <laughs> he's not a southern. He's cat. not he's a Midwest not, cat. He's not a Midwest cat. cat. No man, he, he's definitely like then a New York. What do you I think? Bugs Vermont, Bunny right? Vermont. Vermont, Connecticut. Connecticut. Okay, then what kind about of the places that nobody really goes to? Everybody thinks it's full of rich. You send me, you, you send me Sam. Oh, Texas, man. Yeah, fucking Texas, fucking Texas, yo. Texas, Burn or, this <laughs> Texas, Nevada, or Louisiana. One of, the, one of those three. Um, and what's about the rooster? What about what about Elmer Fudd? Elmer Fudd, Ohio. Ohio. Uh, I was thinking more like Montana, Utah. They do law hunting. And you said who? Sylvester? No, no. not the the rooster. What's that? What's that guy? Oh, name? Longhorn. Log- Foghorn. Foghorn. Foghorn or something like that. <laughs> Le- I was thinking, yeah, like I was thinking like Tennessee. Yeah, I was thinking Kentucky, Tennessee, because uh, maybe I mean North he's Car- a rooster. Maybe South Carolina, North Carolina around there. Yeah, yeah definitely. His, that accent. Maybe Louisiana because that that accent is fucking strong as fuck though. That I say, I say. Because you got it, like he sips lemonade on the porch, you know what I'm saying? Like he, sure. sounds, he sounds like a like a judge yeah. from fucking Georgia, in the, like in the heat of the night. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, dude. In Georgia, yeah. He's from Atlanta. What am I fucking talking he about? Definitely yeah, he's from Mississippi. Yeah, Mississippi. <laughs> well, we try colored folks around here. That's for thing. sure. I guarantee you that motherfucker's racist. Yeah, for sure, man. He's all that, about the white meat. He's yeah, not about the dark meat. Yeah, that dude is racist as <laughs> shit, bro. Get it because he's poultry. Because he's poultry. Yeah. Okay. What about Daffy Duck? Florida. <laughs> he's a Florida duck. That's a Florida he gets fucking mad real duck. Fast. Man. Yeah, he gets he's, mad real he's fucking fast. He's crazy as shit, man. And he gets out of every single little. Like, there's a hunter. They got a bunch of hunters around him. He gets out of there with no fucking problem. And the only thing that's missing is his bill. Right? <laughs> his bill. Have you ever heard that fucking joke that uh, Ari Spears said to uh, Flavor Flav? That bro, that joke will stay in my head forever. He said that you look like uh, Daffy Duck with his bill shot off, <laughs> and then they just cut the camera to Flavor Flav, and dude, bro, I just remember being a little kid and I laughed so hard that I almost passed out because I didn't get no air in my lungs. Bro. <laughs> that is crazy. That is so disrespectful. <laughs> Daffy Duck. Cause dog, if, if you've ever seen the cartoon, he's dark. He's dark. Like if you've ever seen the Flair cartoon, Flair you've seen dark. the wow. His bill get like spits around the head, and you just you see the eyes open. And I just remember being like, "Oh lord." <laughs> so the Tasmanian devil was the only one that actually had like his, like you knew what his background was because it was in his no, name. We had the Martian. Uh, the oh, Martian. you knew he Mars. was from Mars. <laughs> from Mars, yeah. But yeah, uh, who else? I think that's pretty much it. Tweed Bird is from. Uh, well, if he was with Sylvester, then yeah, they're both, they're in, both Brooklyn. in the same. <laughs> Brooklyn. I can't believe you guys say Brooklyn for that guy, man. I said Brooklyn just because I was the only thing I think of cities, like in uh, yeah, City New York. That's one of the stuff. ones that pops up first. Never Manhattan. I don't ever think of Manhattan when I think of New York, which is kind of weird. Speaking of fucking states, Texas. Joe Rogan has a. I know this has nothing to do with what we're about to talk about. I just want to throw out a little story. Joe Rogan has a stand-up show that's in... He has a comedy club that's in Texas that's called uh, The Mothership, right? Right. Have you guys been seeing clips from that shit? Yeah. Did you see what happened, like, last weekend? No. Not even last weekend. It was last week. We were talking about the dude with The Rock? Nah. Um, some, some people finished doing a set, 
and people were leaving, you know, because the, the night is over. Um, Dave Chappelle gets up and he said, if you guys are willing to stay, I'll do one. So everybody who left started to fucking file back in. Fucking excited as fuck because Dave Chappelle is just about to just, out of the whim. One joke? No, he's about to do a set. Oh, like freestyle? Shit. Yeah. For like probably awesome. 15, 20, maybe an hour. That's fucking crazy. I would so imagine like, bro, but it's like, think about it. It's like 12 o'clock at night. You know what I mean? You're about to leave. Fuck that. You already paid Sit your back bill. In. Everybody start filing back. But, in, but could you imagine being drink. the first person who walked out but that didn't get the memo and just left you and just got like, in their bro. car and drove off? And then you realize the next day, I could have saw Dave Chappelle for free. Crazy. The mothership, man. I'm and not, just free, free fucking free flow. Yeah. And he just no, no, nah, that's fucking awesome. That that is uh, pretty fucking cool. <laughs> just as cool as us going to Supercon two weeks ago. Ooh, wow. You <laughs> always pick the wrong one, dude. Still going. Yeah. So we did go to Supercon uh, two weeks ago, and um, the best part about it was uh, seeing everybody there who. Uh, who we follow, who who follows us and stuff like that, asking them some qu- uh, some questions that were pretty dope. Uh, got some crazy uh, answers. And uh, what were your experience, Kevin? I feel mm. real formal <laughs> right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it was the fact that we went two days. I think helped out a lot because yeah. we we went Friday, scoped it out, mm-hmm. came up with the plan. D- Saturday executed the plan so it, it came out pretty smooth but yeah you're right it was really fun um, seeing a lot of people that have been on the podcast as guests we bumped into them yeah um, the all the all the f- footage that we got was great like all the comments all the answers that we got were fantastic we did pick up some new followers which was great mm-hmm. um, the event itself I do think it's starting to go downhill now that they're corporate um, I'm not a big fan of supercon anymore back then I used to love supercon now I, I just feel like it's really cold. It's really quiet. Like we walked around and we're like, dude, there should be music. There should be like, music playing. There should All be like fucking, hype. There should yeah. be like no one looked excited. No one really cared. Uh, one of our friends, uh, Snarky J, who follows us, and sh- you know she's a she's a great supporter of the podcast. We bumped into her and she was like, yeah, this is the last time I work this event. She was talking about how she she was comparing it to MegaCon and how like on MegaCon she made so much money and mm. the people are more enthusiastic and. People want to see cosplayers. People want to see everything. And here at this con, it was like the complete opposite. She had to pay for everything, even though she got invited and they gave her a table, but they didn't take care of her in any other way. Yeah. And it seems like they keep pushing the cosplayers back. Even the area where the celebrities were set up at to get their autographs, like it was empty. Yeah. It wasn't like MegaCon. MegaCon, there was like a Bro, crowd lines. of people for every yeah. for every celebrity. I, I just feel like that geek culture is i think it's dying out in miami in miami miami is like so trendy and cool that it's Dude, you could be so fucking right because i'm thinking about it now yeah miami is like like we miami has its own culture but there is a significant like uh, amount of people who are like rather than trying to stick to that culture they just stick to the the hypest thing that is like at the moment kind of thing. Yeah. Like they just jump on it. You can see how it is with like fucking sports. Miami with sports, like 
people don't care about our fucking teams until they start winning, and that's when people start going to the fucking games so and start true. talking about it. And, and you, we noticed that shit. And with like the celebrities, a lot of celebrities canceled that weekend of SuperCon, which to me is like the best representation of what Miami is. Yeah, it's all hype, and then the day of. No, actually, we were kidding. None, none of these people are showing up. Yeah. But you go to MegaCon in Orlando, it's like, no, yeah. they show up. Yeah. They're there. Do you think the reason for the less, like, wow, is because they had it down in Miami versus over in uh, Fort Lauderdale where they had it, like, I think for last us, year? I think for us, that is a, that could be a reason to, to, like, go just based off of, like, the traffic situation and, like, Bro, the you have to pay for parking everywhere in South in South Beach. I just don't Every understand why they needed to have it down in Miami. They didn't think that it'd be a good idea to have it like in Fort Lauderdale. Well, that, well right now it's hard to do it in Fort Lauderdale because they're renovating the whole yeah. building. They're 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 it's hard for them to throw a big convention right now because they're they're actually like expanding it. Um, it originally it was always in Miami though. They only did it up in Fort Lauderdale twice, and that was it. But and like, that's, and that's because they were renovating the Miami one. But I feel like before it was bought by Reed Pop, it was so so much more fun. Like if you look at our videos, if you look at the first couple videos that we did at Supercon mm. before they were owned by Reed Pop, you could see in the video how yeah. crowded it was. The cosplayers were bigger, the names were bigger, the celebrity appearances were bigger. Everyone just looked like they were having like if the the event felt like a party. Like remember there was a big stage in the middle of the yeah. convention floor and like they were selling they, they had were giving, dancers they were giving and out drinks. Uh what 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 in, what's bang the energy, energy. Bang. It was bang energy and yeah. they were doing like a B boy contest and all yeah, this smart. shit. Yeah. But like smart. now you walk around and Yeah, that's crazy. It's quiet. I don't know. It's just the energy is not there. It's very corporate. Like it it definitely feels corporate. Well that means whoever's planning it, you know, they're maybe they're trying to save some money. You know, like um, they're trying to recuperate what they lost from buying it's it. Possible, but it's weird though because like this is the same group that owns New York Comic Con, which has a great reputation. They own Star Wars Celebration, mm -hmm. which always looks like it does well. But then you go to this event and it's the complete opposite. It's the weirdest thing. Maybe uh, it's the stepson, yo. We don't get the love. Maybe it's too close to get me. That's the reason why they used to said that they uh, were moving it. Right, they're moving it to February. No, that's Megacon. No, that's Megacon. Megacon is moving to February, which I I am wow. all for because it's gonna be cool, man. Yeah, the think about it, bro. The temperature is gonna be February. nice. So yeah, February in Florida is a is a beautiful time. I think that actually might benefit uh, the Supercon because then there'll be a larger time between each uh, event. Each fest. Like it'll be February, then you got a few months, and then you know July. Is it July or June? June. July. It's, it's, it's always yeah. it's always July. July. Um, so, because I know that the uh, the other one, the MegaCon, was in what? It was in May. Yeah, yeah, it was in May. So that might that might help out SuperCon a little bit. I don't know if it's going to help any of the people that rely gonna on out, SuperCon, but it's going to help out because um, because of the spacing. But but it's still. I mean, there's still a good amount of people going to SuperCon. It's just that. Dude, the event itself is boring. Yeah. Like, you walk around. What, there's not a bunch of panels going on? There's no, not there, a bunch of... Uh, yeah, but the panels are not as exciting. The panels are all empty. Um, like, what? But I'm saying, when you walk around the floor, it's quiet. Oh, that's wild. Dude, remember when we were on MegaCon? We, like, there were times where we had to yell at each yeah. other because it was so loud. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like, Dude, the, you don't the feel that. that. We just went to this weekend. 
bro, we were trying to buy some stuff, and we had to yell at the person who was right in front of us. But it was like, it was one of those, like, it's, it's a gripe that I'm willing to take. Like, I know that it's loud. Because that's the energy that you kind of do want at a convention. I that you energy want, going you want fucking that. 24-7. Even, yeah. even you were saying it, the, the music that they were playing at this convention that we went yeah, to man. yesterday, they should have been playing at Supercon. They sh- Dude, they were playing, like, dance hits. Like, they were playing, like, old school, like, 80s, 90s bro, stuff. We were like, yo, like, people were stop. dancing. Yeah, you, bro, people were just standing and just dancing, bro. You, like, if you stand in there, you're like, yeah, this yeah. shit, this shit goes, Yeah, music bro. that makes you want to enjoy yeah. the moment and I, be in present. We, we were talking about this yesterday, and um, I feel that what it is is that I think the people who, Repop, right? Yeah. I think they don't understand what it is to be a geek, because I think that they think that geeks, they don't like to dance. They don't like to... They don't like to, to party. They don't like to do any of that shit. They just like what they like, which is like anime or some type of cartoon and stuff like that. And then that's it. They don't know how to... Bro, these motherfuckers, everybody wants to cut a little, like, shake a little tail feather, cut a little rug. Everybody wants to do that shit. Everybody wants to and do that. And if geeks don't want to, they probably do want to see somebody doing it. If they're not the ones doing it, they probably want to see somebody doing it. Like a beautiful cosplayer that's in, you know, a Gwen Stacy outfit, you know? You know what I'm saying? This guy, man. Just saying. <laughs> but I do think... I want to... I don't know what to sound. I don't know what to sound, bro. But if, but if I was in charge... If I was in charge of Reed Pop, I would definitely bring, like, celebrity DJs. Um, I would also put, like, a, a big dance floor in the middle of the, of the convention. I would also bring, like, a face to the event. Like, this, this event is going to be hosted by... And you bring in like a celebrity, and that person's gonna go around doing videos for on behalf of Supercon and do contests and definitely and yeah. like a fucking flash mob and do all this shit. And, and you know what? Really, it doesn't even have to be like an actor. It could be just somebody with a mask on. Yeah, like Captain America's hosting this yeah, event. They had a fucking logo, didn't they? Have a mascot that would uh, that was before Reed Pop. Yeah, they had a mascot that was on the oh, who was on the yeah. Floor it was like a wannabe Lego. It was a wannabe Lego. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that but then once Reed Pop <laughs> bought them, they got rid of it. I'm they sure because yeah. it was something that they didn't come up with. No, it was uh, I think that design was donated to Supercon by an independent artist, and then I think <laughs> Reed Pop came in. They were like, well, that How guy's much? probably going to come after us for this, so let's just get rid of it. So what's the uh, symbol now? Have, it's, no, it's just, just a, a word and a lightning bolt. A lightning bolt. That's it. I don't Screams, know, man. Uh, I seriously negative. believe that they should just... Bro, all you got to do Bla- is just... Is this the Black Adam convention? <laughs> is this the Shazam convention? They could. They just need to, like, just... I don't know, just spark some joy into everybody, man. Like, if 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 you see that people are not bringing the funk, you 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 supply it. Like, oh, these motherfuckers are definitely not dancing. So let us have the music going at all points. So even if it doesn't, like, it doesn't seem like it's fun, it's like people were saying, like, there's music being played somewhere around here. Let me head towards the music. And if you put that shit all over the fucking floor, I know that some people are not going to be able to, like, uh, sell things because people are not going to be able to hear. But, yo, we bought <laughs> we bought what we wanted to buy, even though I could barely hear the person. Like, I, I understood like, if I wanted that bad, I'm willing to go get it. I guess you'd have to really be, um, uh, f- like, messing with the sound engineering of mm-hmm. the whole layout. Because, I mean, what it takes, like, maybe, like, a few, like, an hour, really, to kind of, okay, less of that music here in this area. Maybe the have it jamming. The way they set up 
for um, when they had Bang Energy Drink was perfect. Bang was in the fucking middle. Mm-hmm. They had the stage, and you heard that song. You heard that music from every fucking where. That shit was all over the fucking place. Mm-hmm. Now, I do... I do have problems with the fact that they put the cosplayers like in the fucking cut, like all the way in the fucking back, and they were away from all the like the actors and stuff like that. I yeah, did like hate why that. do they? Why would that be happening? Why would they do well, that? I, maybe because they thought that the actors were gonna have like a whole bunch of people, but I I do feel like the actors should have like I don't know maybe should it be like a panel room maybe. Upstairs, or should they be on the? No, I think no. It should definitely be on the floor. But like, if you look at the cosplay area at MegaCon compared to SuperCon, the MegaCon cosplay area is always packed, and I think it's just the people. I think Orlando people are just different. They, they, they. I think it's because of that whole Disney and all the geeks are out there. It's just a different energy. Like, dude, those lines you saw at MegaCon, you didn't see that here at SuperCon. We walked right in. We thought it was going to be a problem, but it wasn't. No shit. <laughs> it was we, not a problem we at all. Walked, there was no line. There was no chaos. There was no, oh, you got to park here, and then they're going to shuttle you over there. No. None of that. We hmm. parked, walked right in, and that was it. That's fucking crazy. No problem at all. It was like, oh, So shit. it really was just flat. Yeah. Damn, that sucks. And we didn't even come early. We got there, like, it was already open, like, There three, was no, hours. like, main stage. There was, like, a bunch of games and stuff happening, like, oh, no, different the, yeah. costume stuff. No, they, they do all that stuff, but I'm just saying, like, there was no enthusiasm. There was no, like, oh, my God, like, everyone go crazy. I punch somebody in the face. I'm like, so much excitement. No, yeah. Uh, <laughs> how about the wrestling? Oh, that was pretty cool. They, they brought it back this year. They brought we, it back, but we didn't actually. We, we, saw, somebody, we, we saw somebody fight. Oh, that's when they were, right. They walked towards us. Like they were fighting. To pro- like I think you the saw ring. the video, right? Yes. To promote it, yeah, they brought the wrestlers outside, and they were wrestling like live yeah. in front of it was people, like a hardcore like, which that was cool because back then they didn't do that. No, they didn't. I legit feel like the wrestling needs to be in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. And then a, a live um, stage, like for a band or a DJ or whatever, needs to be next to that. So then the DJ can play some music and be a part of the the wrestling. And the wrestling's the main stage, and anybody that wants to talk or whatever in the middle, like during the day when they're not having any wrestling, you use that that wrestling stage as like the area where you can view people in outfits or, or whatever. You take a one side of the ropes down, so then you can put you can put them back up, uh, you know, when the boxers come in. Just a thought. Yeah. But I mean, there's so many different ways of doing. But just make the experience more interactive. Yeah. Absolutely. That's interesting. Damn, I didn't think that was that. Absolutely. But I, th- I think I also, I think it's just really the crowd. Because also another event that we go to in Orlando is Spooky Empire. And Spooky Empire is great. Like, everyone there is enthusiastic. Everyone there wants to talk about horror movies. Like, there's been times where we sit down. We'll find a random table to sit down at just to take a break. And then the people next to us just want to, like, start a conversation. Yeah, oh, man. like, are you guys having fun? Like, uh, And they just start talking. And yeah, I'm like, bro. you don't see that at Supercon. Yeah. It seems like the more alt a person, like, the group is, the more inviting they are kind of thing like the people who are into horror movies they are willing to show their passion to you even if you don't even like ask for it and i'm I'm a fan of it because when we went to spooky empire uh there was that that uh, group that was dressed like uh, what we do in the shadows and uh I i don't think we got a chance to ask them any questions but I know we did, like, we did salute them. Like, damn, that was a dope-ass fucking... Like, it was a whole... They had the whole fucking cast right there. And somebody else was dressed like something else. 
It was like the whole cast where they ran out of characters, so somebody else had to be another vampire, which is fine. It's still canon to me, so <laughs> it was it was it was pretty dope. Uh, we we even saw like somebody who was dressed like a a devil go outside to go uh, harass one of those people who have like Jesus love. Oh yeah, signs. they were being picketed. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> there were yeah there were people uh, uh, protesting outside like yeah. a Christian group, and they went out and like scared them yeah. off. It was it was great. His his wife was saying, "No, don't do it. Oh no, he's gone." She didn't like she want. It sounded like she wanted to stop him, but she didn't really want to. They're like, no, no, don't do it. Oh, no. Ah, he's going to do what he wants to do. We didn't hear it because we were <laughs> indoors because it was, I think it was fucking hot. Was it hot? Yeah. We didn't want to go outside, but it was fucking hot that day, but it was it was pretty cool. Yeah, man. Horror, horror fans are, dare I say it, like, out of all the fan base, I think horror fans are the, the most coolest together fans out of all oh, of them. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because, I mean, what you're into is, like, killing and Actually, no, you monsters know, you know what's shit. also great? So you got to be cool. You know what's also great is that the cosplayers that go to Spooky Empire are not trying to become popular. A lot of them that we met, we were like, oh, what's your Instagram so we could tag you in the video? And they're like, oh, I don't have Instagram. Yeah. It's like, so why do you dress up? Because I like it. Yeah, they like it. They like, like it. You go to Supercon and it's different. Everyone's trying Very to become a, a content creator, their, their influencer. Spouse, their spouse will say, "Oh, you can, you can hit, you can tag my Instagram or something like that," and that's how we get them like that, which is pretty fucking dope. That's why I'm really looking forward to Spooky Empires. Yeah, we we really gotta uh, gotta go there. That shit's gonna be fucking yeah. lit. And I do want to go to Halloween Horror Nights this year. Yeah, because they're gonna do um, Stranger Things, Stranger Things, and The Last of Us. The Last of Us. So you can hear clickers, man. Click, click, So when click. are you guys going? <laughs> Don't buy tickets now. <laughs> I swear to God, bro. I swear we'll to buy God, tickets bro. on our, on our yeah. drive up there. We'll buy them. On our ride up there from the Bright Line. <laughs> like, I want to know. We're taking the Bright Line up, dude? Why not? <laughs> All right. That's like a $300 ticket, man. No, it's not. To, to go to Orlando, it's going to be $140-something, right? But if you have... A group of four, they discounted twenty five percent each. Shut the front door. Yeah, that's amazing. So who's gonna be our fourth? Anybody, bro. Anybody uh, if out you there? Uh, <laughs> call the uh, number listed below, and you, you too can win hand. the extra no, ticket. No, 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 no. With money in hand. Oh, <laughs> you must pay for it. Yeah, yeah, pay for your own ticket. And you too can get these great values. Yes. Savings. Uh, what else do we want to talk about? Oh, Barbie, Bar, Barbie. <laughs> Jeez, what the fuck is wrong with me today? Barbie, bro? Barbie versus Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer, which is supposed to be released. Uh, as you're watching this, some people are already going to watch uh, the movie. Um, we're planning on watching uh, Oppenheimer on Thursday when it releases, and Barbie maybe Sunday when it uh, Sunday that following week. And what are your thoughts? So first off, I'm just excited that this whole epic summer blockbuster thing is coming back to movie theaters. Like, I love the fact that I do love the fact that people are getting excited over Barbie. Mm -hmm. I'm excited at the fact that people are getting excited over Oppenheimer. Um, the next couple blockbusters we have, uh, Napoleon, the trailer just came out. That movie looks amazing mm -hmm. with Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. The Wonka trailer just came out. So it's like it looks like the return of the blockbuster plus dune part two yeah is coming out so i'm just excited that people are excited going back 
As far as Oppenheimer, uh, Christopher Nolan confirmed there's no CGI in the movie. They tr- they did everything in camera. Even the stuff where, like, the particles and stuff, like, they had to come up with creative ways to shoot that. So I'm excited about that. Uh, this is going to be Christopher Nolan's first rated R film since, I think it was Insomnia was his last one. Mm. Um, so that's exciting. The fact that we're going to watch it on, like, film projector IMAX. But don't get your hopes up because it's rated R. <laughs> It's not going to be rated R for the reason why you think. It's just going to be rated R because that... Uh, they have a sex scene. Yeah, the sex scene. That's all it is. Just like in Insomnia, I think it was only rated R because Kay, of that... Kate Winslet? Uh, the nipple. Has the nipple a sex shown. scene? Not Kate Winslet. She's not in the movie. Who's the female that's <laughs> in the movie? Uh, so, who plays his wife is Emily Blunt, but, but he has an affair with, with Florence Pugh. <laughs> with Florence Pugh. <laughs> Florence Pugh. <laughs> nah, I'm just tripping. She aight. She's beautiful. But she cries weird, though. She act, she admitted that in a tri- in a in a like Q and A like a funny video that she did on YouTube. Oh, she she admitted that. Yeah, she was like, she goes, I don't know why my face just does that when I'm crying, like the the, the mouth thing. Yeah. you see, like, that's why when I try to teach my t- myself how to cry, it works because if you're trying to force yourself to cry, you got to jump into the f- from the Florence Pugh, you got to go to Viola Davis. Then from the Viola Davis, you have to go to uh, you got to do ugly crying stages. I know how to do it, bro. It's pretty good. I learned over quarantine how to make myself cry. Can we do like a TikTok Amazing. video after this of you doing it? Fuck, man. Okay, I can see if I can. I, I can see if I can give it a try. <laughs> I haven't tried it in like two years, but at the time I knew how to. You know what? <laughs> you know what yeah. I would like to see. Just get it in there. Besides uh, Pat make himself cry, um, I would like to see like a stat of like who's gonna see what, like Barbie versus Oppenheimer. There's a lot like of double features going So we on. did a poll. We did a poll on Instagram. Oppenheimer won by, like, one or two votes. Holy shit, man. But it was, dude, a lot of people clicked on our poll. Oh, I my think God. It was, Why would you see Barbie? I think out of, like, 40 people that clicked on the poll, mm. it was, like, oh, my God, 22. It was, like, no, no, like, it was, like, 20 for Oppenheimer and then, like, a small percentage, like, just like right there for Barbie like it was you just think? it was just it beat it by just a couple votes why wouldn't you think people would want to see Barbie bro you're not a Barbie bro I'm not I'm not a Barbie but you're in uh, Oppenheimer not terribly no it's the glasses but I'll see uh, <laughs> I'll see Oppenheimer for sure I'm not seeing Barbie I think I'm gonna skip that why because um, they're all plastic but it's fantastic. And not the good kind. But it's fantastic, though, yeah. man. <laughs> you can't... You can't... Uh, you can't undress... Uh, you, can't, you can't undress them everywhere. Mm. But you can take them everywhere. Life is your creation. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, know, I don't know where we are. I am trying to... <laughs> oh, you know who's going to be at Spooky Empire? Jenna Jameson. The OG. The OG. Just uh, meat curtains blowing in the wind, you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know, man. It seemed like they... they, uh... and they Oh, got, Hellraiser's going to be there, they too? They got the original guy who played Hellraiser, Doug Bradley, who did... Pan and Pan. Freddy Krueger's going to be there? the original Freddy Krueger. Dude, I haven't seen he's the still terrifying one. without the makeup on. Dude, he f- he's Freddy Krueger without the makeup on, man. Yeah. Every time I see this dude, a li- the childish... <laughs> Boy and me gets fucking terrified. Every they time need to have him play a bad guy for Witcher. Oh, that's right. It's an over oh. series. 
because of some uppity fucking star. You you know what's funny about that Freddy Krueger series? It's like if you see that guy in like real life, like at a grocery store or something, there's a likelihood that your mind will be like, is, is this a dream? Is, <laughs> is this motherfucker? Is he on me right now? He's gonna kill me. Does he have the beard or did he shave it clean? Yeah, he has, he has the beard. Has beard. He's, he's got, got the. Beard. He's the creepy old he's guy great, in every man. movie. They definitely need to start having him do some. Uh, who who was the guy that did all those voice over uh, the voice thing? The Vincent. Um, Vincent Price. Yeah, they need to have him do that type of. I would like to see him doing like a, a crypt keeper uh, thing. Mm. I would love that. I see that. I would love that. He he'd be creepy as fuck for that man. Him popping out of the crypt and it's Freddy Krueger. You know what's funny? Like, We're gonna um, watch this show tonight, kids. <laughs> there's there's no redeeming quality about Freddy. So you see, like the, the the latest thing to do. Well, the latest thing to do in the past was to like, oh Michael Myers. Oh, he was a child who was abused as a little kid, and you know he's the damaged little uh, all this other stuff. So he's redeemable. Jason, uh, he was picked on as a little kid. Mm-hmm. You know, and this is why he's like this. Freddy Krueger, nah. This dude was a fucking child molester. He's a piece of shit. He man. was a piece of shit. He used to molest kids, kill them in his basement. The town found out. They fucking burned him alive inside of it. They sold his soul, and then he started killing kids as again. an adult. Yeah, he started killing kids again. And I'm like, yeah, there's no reason. There's no... Nobody's gonna do like a redo of uh, of Freddy Krueger as a little kid and like oh well I mean I thought they tried <laughs> to do something like that with the new uh, I haven't seen it Freddy that play, that the, the actor played Rorschach yeah I think they tried to do a new thing where I they tried to make him like guy. a little like I saw the picture of that Freddy Krueger he looks he's terrifying more, he looks way more like burnt victim than uh, <laughs> Yeah, For this guy sure. look like pizza. Yeah. <laughs> yeah burn, burn victim, like, yeah, the uh, all of this is like melded in yeah. there together. Yeah. Like, a hell of a makeup job. And what's crazy is that uh, Robert Englund, who played the original Freddy Krueger, they had to change his voice in post to make him sound like that, like that creepy. Yeah. With the new Freddy, the one that you're talking about, the remake, that was that was just naturally his voice. Really? Is it like, a good movie? It's not good. It's not good compared to the original. It's not good, but he, I think he did a good job. Like, yes. I think he was, like, the legit the, creepy. The, um, the rest of the actors and the storyline. <laughs> yeah. That's what it was? Were, they were fucking Again, they, they were it? trying to redeem it. Yeah. They were trying to redeem it. They were trying to change. That yet was way too high. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Like, <laughs> just watch it for fun, but... But when you watch the original again, you're like, no, no, the original one is way fucking better. They knew where they were going with the character. They knew, like, he's a piece of shit. You're not supposed to like him. You're supposed to be scared as fuck of him. All the kids were scared of him. Even the adults were scared of fucking Freddy when it first came out, man. What a concept. Dude. Crazy concept. um, I was talking to to, uh, some people on uh, Xbox Live, and I was saying, like, yeah, man, there was a lot of, like, celebrities that we know as celebrities now who started their movie career out as like dying in horror movies. Yeah. Kevin Bacon died in uh, Friday the 13th. Um, oh my God. Captain Jack Sparrow was so fucking. Uh, Johnny, Depp. Johnny Depp died in Nightmare Before Crit on Elm Street. <laughs> <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street. And uh, oh, what's that? Scream. Uh, no, well, she no. didn't start her career. Oh, he wasn't in Scream. That was the other guy. I forgot uh, what's the name from uh, the guy. The, the guy that looks like Jennifer him. Aniston. She was in uh, Leprechaun. Leprechaun, but she didn't die in Leprechaun. But she started her career in uh, Leprechaun. Oh yeah, yeah she did. <laughs> A lot of tight little tops for her, huh? 
every movie she's in, she's always wearing like a really tight. Wait, we were talking about Oppenheimer and Barbie. Top. What are you guys thinking about oh, Oppenheimer? Shit. Yeah, man. <laughs> Oppenheimer. I'm looking forward to it. I feel like uh, it's coming at the really opportune time. Opportune. I get it. Okay. Um, I get it. The uh, I think it's really interesting that they waited till this year to release it, and it seems like this year. Um, the entire world's like at an all-time nuclear bomb. Well, you know why they waited till now, right? High. What? The, the, this next week or this week is the anniversary of the Alamo's. Shut the, the fuck the up, really? Test, yeah. Wow, that's amazing. And Barbie had to choose this day. What a bunch of. So, so, you know, it's funny that you say that Barbie was produced by Warner Brothers. People are, th- uh, are there's like a theory that. Warner Brothers did that to fuck over Christopher Nolan for leaving them for Universal to make this movie. Oh, Jesus. So they're so like, oh, we're going to release our it. movie That's so then. Petty, yeah. man. But I get it. I, do I love it, it, dude. I fucking love it. It's it's like uh, it's like that uh, that conversation from Heat where uh, Al Pacino and uh, <laughs> De Niro yeah. at the end of the table like, say, yo, um, what, I don't want to see you again. It's like one of those conversations. Like, yeah. It's like, oh, shit, when we see each other, man. If we see each other. When we <laughs> see each other again. Uh, I'm not letting loose. I'm not letting loose either. Yeah, it's like, oh shit, I like it. I like it. I just want to be the waiter at the table like this. So you finish with this? Thank you. I'll take that. <laughs> uh, but that, but it's crazy because the demands that Christopher Nolan made and Universal's like, yo, we got you. Whatever you want. Like he, yes. he said, I want my movie to be in theaters for 120 days. You cannot switch it over to What's streaming. That, three weeks? No, dude. <laughs> That's four months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dog. I was doing a month, and I said weeks when I want to say months. <laughs> so, so, and, and he told them you cannot release any other movie during the time that Oppenheimer's in theater. So there is no other movie by Universal in the movie theater. And he's keeping a percentage of the profits and everything on top of his director's fee, producer fee. Is he gonna get? Uh, are they gonna get their uh, the cash back? Are they gonna get their their balance back? On release day, the, the release week, because that's so. been a problem you think for so? these past couple of uh, movies. I'm I hope hoping so. so. Yeah, I'm hoping so. I think so, man, because the the pre sales for the movie have, I think they're in the 100 millions. Dude, we the tickets. So the tickets that we got mm-hmm. isn't even the release date. It's re- being released the next day. Yeah, we're going Thursday, and that's sold out. Yeah, people are mad. Sorry for the. Uh, uh, Delgado and uh, uh, Martine. We, hey, you gotta get in where you fit in. <laughs> <laughs> Keep in mind, I bought those tickets months ago. Months ago, they were bought months ago, and nobody at that at that time was telling us that they wanted to see Oppenheimer. The passion that I'm seeing for people who are saying that they want to see this movie now is it's unwarranted <laughs> because months ago people were like, "Yeah, that movie's coming out. It's, pre- it's pretty cool." Now people are like, "Yo." When, when we gonna see it? It's like it's a group thing now. When we gonna watch it, yo? What, what's up? What's up? And it's like, yo, yo, I needed that same passion when the tickets were being bought, when the transaction was going through. But I do think I have a theory. I have a, a not a theory, but like a prediction that this movie's gonna win best cinematography. They they you released. Think gonna, you think uh, Christopher Nolan's gonna get his uh, the director award finally? Yeah. I say no. I say no. I say if I was him, I would go up the stage and I'd blaze, thank you, but nah. (laughs) (laughs) Play me out. (laughs) Just like that. Uh, I am looking forward to whatever these real shots of whatever imaginary explosive he uh, got a hold of. 
imaginary explosive. Um, you think that's going to be I CGI? Think, uh, no, 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 no. I think it's going to be real, but I don't think it's going to be... I know you said that he got a hold of... Ac- he actually did let off a real nuke, right? A small mm. one. Oh, man. I want to... Um, I would love to interview him and just be like, so you, know you could have done all this in CGI. So the fire right? cloud that you see in the movie, that's it. That's the scene. Oh, it is? Yeah. That's the scene he actually used a real... That, uh, that big bubble that you see it's for like a quick second in the trailer wow. that's the shot did that's the shot that everyone's talking about camera for that they probably destroyed some cameras yeah they definitely destroyed some cameras i wonder what kind of equipment he needed to use in order to save the film it was probably transmitting it was probably the case that carried the film was probably lead yeah like, right, like fireproof fucking oh, yeah, temperature proof everything so I'm like, he can't transfer the film. I'm no. like, oh, maybe just transfer the footage. No, he uses film. So, so he's only able to do it. one shot. One shot. It, that's it. It's one shot. That's pretty. Uh, and pretty all and a lot of his movies, all of his movies, the big stunts have all been one shot. That plane crashing into the building in Tenet. Right. That had to be one shot. The truck flipping over in the dark night. That was one shot. The Joker when they blew thing, up the, the ambulance. Line. No, the the remember the hospital that blew up. It was really a parking oh, garage. Shit. Yeah, yeah. That was one shot. Like they had to pray. Like, all right, hope this goes well. He's lucky. He definitely is lucky. How long do you think it's going to be until we have uh, the helicopter incident? From uh, Twilight Zone? How I, long, think, uh, I, I think, well, because of movies like that, <laughs> I think yeah. regulations have been so, I hope so man. fucking tightened. Uh, yeah, regulations, but this motherfucker got a fucking nuke. Kind of fucking. But he had everyone. But he had. But he had everyone standing miles away. These kids were on set in front of a fucking True. helicopter. True. Like, and napalm was, and all that shit. And yeah. they were in another country. Oh, because it's great to set off I, I don't a think, nuke in the U.S. Yeah. Terrific. He, he tw- went to the original site. Yeah. Where the low Shut the Alamos, fuck up. Yeah. <sighs> a lot of history. Movie. This guy does a lot of witchcraft in his movies. I don't yeah. know if you guys know that. Twilight movie, they, they, I think they were fucking in Taiwan voodoo. or something. And I don't think they would have got away with it if they were in the states. Because uh, yeah, in, no docu- in the documentary, they were saying that they, the 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 team that was doing all the like the pyrotechnic and all that other stuff, were people who were we never we, we they've never worked with them before, and they were like uh, like brand new, like people like on on location kind of thing. So every, everybody was like new to the crew that they were working with, and they wanted big explosions. They gave them big explosions. You can't you cannot deny them. That they gave them what they wanted. We want big explosions. <laughs> Say no more. So who do you who do you guys think is gonna win in the box office, Barbie or Oppenheimer? Uh, I want to say Barbie because I yeah. feel like a lot more people are going to, uh, you know how they say that. Oh, you know, it's more the, appealing. There's the there's the drag rate too. Like the people who get dragged to go to the movie. Excuse me, Patrick. What'd you say? The drag rate. Drag rate. People who get dragged to go to the movies. Oh. Drag rate. There's that, that. I don't know if it's a term or not, but I'm I'm coining it right now. There's a drag rate of like people who say like, yeah, you know, I'm getting dragged to to go to the movie to go watch this. When really deep down they're not being dragged. They yeah. want to. They want to go see Bro. it. Bro, they want to go see oh, it. Thank you, dog. I want to go see it. So I actually do want to go see it. You want to go see it? Yeah. You want to go see it too? I want to go see it too. I do. Thank you so fucking much because there's a lot of like rom-coms that are out there, right? And people, you know, like, oh, yeah, you know, my, my girl is dragging me to go watch it, bitch. You know you want to go wanna see watch it. This Dude, hey, I went and saw, I went and saw the Jennifer Lawrence one. <laughs> oh, the new one? Yeah. It was fun. It was a good time. Jennifer Lawrence. That was another high bitch. What was she in? It was a good time. Which one is Jennifer Lawrence on? She was supposed to... 
to teach this nerd how to not be a nerd anymore. So it, it's called <laughs> No Hard Feelings. Oh, yeah. She needs a car. Yeah, yeah I got And there's you. a rich couple that are offering to buy she, her a car. She, she plays like Yeah, a, she's uh, uh, supposed to fuck uh, the son or whatever. No, yeah. I don't think that's the... Is yeah, it, it, it's to, to lose his virginity. Oh, shit. I didn't know so that. So you could finally start acting like a man. You know, she, you know, she's got a rocking set, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Damn. You know that uh, Jennifer Lawrence frontal nudity in the movie. You're lying. Yeah, no, I'm serious. But, um, she it, but it's fake. It's not Dawson. Her, they, they put her face on another body. It wasn't her body. Oh, you can see that it's CGI. You know, like it's, she, in, in those commercials, she gave me the vibe of uh, Sweet D from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Like, I could see her doing <laughs> yeah, something like that. I agree. Like, everything that was Definitely happening. Definitely Sweet D. Uh, she's channeling some Sweet mm-hmm. D. But there's a scene in the movie where she meets the kid for the first time. He, he works at one of those, like, uh, animal shelters. And she's, like, flirting with him. And, yo, the flirtation, any guy would have melted. Like, any guy would have been like, Of course. Oh, I'm so sorry. Like, like. She was so intimidating with her flirting. It was like, damn, bro, she was sexy. As she out. was coming on to him like the way guys come on to women in bars. She was like a femme fatale, the way she was hitting oh, on shit. him. Like, she was wearing a gray dress. She was smoking Rock weed, Rockin' set, dude. Rockin' huh? set. She was smoking weed. Oh, you seen it? You saw it? No, man. <laughs> I'm just talking about what I've seen in the previews. Oh. And that's all I need to see. Thank you, Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> but, so she was hot. Katniss. But... You know, we we say Barbie, we say Barbie's gonna win in the box office, and I do agree, Barbie's gonna win the box office. But I do think um, because Christopher Nolan did this with Dunkirk, Dunkirk is the most financially successful war film now of all time. He's gonna do that with Oppenheimer, where it's the most successful biopic of all time. Like, because biography movies never do well in the, in the box yeah. office; they never. But people are talking about this more than any other biopic. Is ever. he he using ticks? What? Like, tick, nah. tick, 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 oh, like tick, what he did in Dunkirk? Tick, tick, tick. You think he's doing that shit again? No. Actually, no. I no. You might be right. That that might be a, a theme. Like leading up to the point where they got to press the button. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh Remember, shit. We were talking about this when we first saw the trailer. We were saying like, maybe he's gonna use the tick, or maybe he might use something that that's supposed to show to like build up the tension. It was supposed to be like, uh, remember how they said like uh, how close we are to midnight? To midnight. Uh, yeah. to, midnight kind of shit. to midnight. Yeah. I haven't heard anybody else talk about it but us. So I think we should still keep that track. And I and I discovered what was the reason he said in an interview what the reason why he's using both uh, color and black and white film. It's two perspectives. So in the movie, whenever you see it in color, it's from the main character's perspective. It's subjective. It's first person. When it's the black and white scenes, it's when he's in on trial and everything, and it's objective. It's like against him, like you're third person looking at him. Interesting. Type of. I like that. This motherfucker, creative. Creative, man. Yeah, I think so, a little bit. Or somebody around him's got great suggestions. And he's like, yes, that's that's wonderful. I just have this idea, guys. <laughs> we should do one in black and white. <laughs> I thought the thing that we had suggested or suspected was uh, where the black and white before the atomic bomb, then after yeah. the atomic bomb. Yeah. But I would have like liked that as well. Yeah. That's too, that's too much on the nose. He doesn't like on the nose. Too much Wizard of Oz? Okay. Yeah. I would like to see him and uh, James Cameron do something together. Maybe I would like, like a, maybe like a, 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 a an American Express commercial, maybe or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, he he's done sci-fi. He's done comic books. He's done suspense thrillers. He's done war. He's done action. I think I would love to see a Christopher Nolan horror movie. 
That'd be fun. What is that going to look like? Uh, we had to make this human an actual werewolf. <laughs> there was so, no other. Have you heard of the book of the undead? He just the book. So how we did it is we put this guy in a circle and uh, we just said we lit these candles. Real life possessions, real <laughs> possessions, no CGI. We actually called upon. We summoned Beelzebub himself. <laughs> Cthulhu, whatever Cthulhu. So hopefully this movie does over a billion because if not, I'm fucked. <laughs> Those were all real Catholic priests in the movie. <laughs> Not one actor. Oh my god. <laughs> That'll be fucking hilarious, man. Uh, I think that's been our pod, man. Yeah, we, uh, we should call it. Yeah. Because I have to go to the bathroom. Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer Barbie. His name is my name, too. Whenever I go out. Barbie's going to be a stupid movie. <laughs> you're going to watch it and you're going to enjoy stupid. it. <laughs> what makes this so stupid? Stupid movie. Ryan Gosling. Oh, you're not a fan? Ryan Gosling. He should stick to drive and passive aggressive romantic comedies that I he does. I thought you were thinking drive to... Oh, oh okay. I thought, you, I thought you said dry. <laughs> not drive. No, I believe all of his movies, uh, there's a lot of moist wetness. You know what I'm talking about? I know everybody. I know why females are gonna go see Barbie. Because of Ken. There's a whole bunch of kids in there. John Cena's a kid. Tool, man. There's just a tool. What's the most? Who's a kid? No, not a kid. There's another guy. Oh, Michael Sarah. He doesn't play Ken. He's another guy. He plays a doll that actually got discontinued. fucking trailer though which is funny he's just standing there like this and they're talking about him i think uh, i find it fucking funny <laughs> that was brutal you still got it man well <laughs> i hope everybody has a fun time with barbie <laughs>